So that's your clarity. The other clarity I always say is when you're in a sales conversation, one of the first things that you want to do is you need to be clear on where your client is and what it is that they kind of need. But your client also needs to be clear on not just what they need, but what they really want. Today's show is sponsored by WinTheHourWinTheDay.com, where we help you, the entrepreneur, stop working so hard. Check us out, WinTheHourWinTheDay.com. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? For years, I was always rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I needed to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Get quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get to your next win now. Would you like to know how to get time back so you can get to the real work? Take our win time back quiz. It's been designed to show entrepreneurs just like you, your blind spots. And really, it's awesome because it totally provides instant actionable steps on how to improve. It takes less than two minutes. It's free and you receive customized results instantly, instantly. Check it out. The link is in our show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. And I am your host, Chris Ward. And today in the house, we have Lisa Dad, and she's going to talk with us about sales, but a really interesting aspect of sales that I have really never sort of seen tapped into. So I think it's going to be a spectacular but important conversation. And now I'm wondering why we don't talk about this more. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Okay. So we're going to talk about, we've all seen it, you know, the shopping channel or the wait, there's more. And there's this sense of urgency that we know is a great um, spearhead for sales, right? We know, oh, creating urgency. But of course, you're uncomfortable saying, I'm uncomfortable saying, oh, I only got three more spots. If I don't, A, I don't want to lie about it. And B, I don't want to have, you know, one person in my program when I said I only had two more, three more spots, right? And it's <laughs> me and them. So we're going to talk about creating urgency, but how to do it so it's not false urgency. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. There's a lot Let's of get false- to it. False urgency and scarcity out there in the world of yeah. sales marketing. Yeah. All right. So where do we start? Where do we start? I think we can start with what is there. The reason why I love to talk about uh, true urgency is because, first of all, a lot of the tactics that are out there, they work. So you, you see them everywhere of like the shopping cart's closing. And I don't know if you've ever signed up for something. It says the shopping cart's closing in an hour. And then an hour goes by and it goes, oops, we had a, a, a mistake with our link. And so now we're going to extend it for 24 hours. It's like, okay, every single person who sends something to me has that same glitch. So it feels a little bit like that's made up, right? I Um, have taken those courses and yes, they tell you to do that. Okay. Right. And so anyone I run in, the people that I work with are usually like, I just, I know that I'm supposed to do that. It doesn't feel good. Just like you said, it feels inauthentic. Um, I feel like I'm lying. It's like, you are lying to people. Um, It's also, uh, it's not giving a lot of respect to your buyers to think that, guess what? There's probably a real reason that they would, or could urgently use your product. And what if we focused on that rather than, you know, assuming that everyone needs to be bullied? I think it's almost a bullying tactic to bully people into buying, like buy now. 
Um, I know. And you know what? I cannot stand saying things that aren't true. And I tell people all the time, if I, I, people are very generous to me and say that I'm, you know, good with compliments. And I let them know, like, I don't throw them around lightly. I don't say things I don't mean. And I always give the example of you show me an ugly child. I'll say, look at his motor skills, picking up that ball. Like I will not say something I do not mean. And so I don't want to do that in sales either. Yeah. And for people that, so if you've, if people out there are, I'm going to give you a different way to do this completely, but for people that are out there that want something quick, but not want to change their whole way of doing things, I'll give you at least a couple tips of shifting exactly the way you just did with the ugly baby, <laughs> yes. ugly baby, baby comment. Um, is that if you already are like, well, wow, I've got these things set up. I do have a shopping cart. What you can do is be honest about this offer is only going to be offered for a limited time. Cause that can be, okay. that would be more true, yeah. right? Okay. Um, you yeah. could also say, look, I'm offering this price for now, um, but it will shift, it will go up. You know, instead okay. of saying it's going up in an hour and then you, you right. change your mind, right? So you can shift your language to still create a little bit of urgency that way and still keep truth and authenticity around it. Because we mm -hmm. all know as businesses, as slow, as we get more comfortable asking for higher prices, our prices will go up. As we get more experience, right. they will go up. So you don't have to say they're going up tomorrow, but you can okay. say- I can't offer this price forever. I mean, legit, you're yeah, not going to offer yeah. it forever. Okay. So yeah. automatically that already shifts your energy, the energy that you're putting behind it. And that mm -hmm. may sound a little bit woo woo to people, but when in sales, people do feel our energy, they may not want to work with us and they don't even know why, but it's because yeah. they pick up on these little things. Because when we don't feel um, like we're being honest, there's a little bit of a like energy behind it that is subtle maybe, but people pick up on it. I so believe in that. And you know, they can smell when there's a desperation for the sale. Yes. And on that energy, I'll tell you, I, I recently had a client and a lot of my clients tell us like, you know, within the first month of working with us, they get 25 hours back a week and it's life-changing and that's all wonderful. So I got this referral from a client and it lends itself to your example of energy. I got this referral. She's eager to work with me. So-and-so said I was the best. That's all very nice. Thank you so much. So the first month of four sessions, she showed up for one. <laughs> now, often, often when people do start with me, they are in crisis, they are in chaos, and they're, right. they're just having a trouble. So they often sometimes are late for the first one or may miss the first one, right? Um, and so now I was waiting to catch up with her in the second month because she, you know, you have to give you 30 days notice. So she had not. And so she's, I'm like, all right, she's on for another month. I was waiting to catch up with her and say, I'm not sure this is a good fit because we're not getting off to a start. Right. Yeah. So now we're six sessions and finally she shows up for the second one on the six week. So this is my intention to say, I don't, you know, this isn't working out. So she came off with a little bit of aggression um, saying, well, her appointments had run late. That's why she'd missed her, our session. And how come she doesn't have my direct phone number? so she could, you know, make whatever, all these excuses that would be her bleeding her chaotic life into mine. And, <laughs> and I have, you know, normally I don't experience this at all, but it was a referral. And this is, I think how it got in the side door and previous years, I would have been defensive or explaining or justifying and all this other stuff. And I had no energy about it. I'm like, you know, this doesn't seem like a good fit for you. We'll waive the 30 day thing, blah, blah, blah. And there was, and so cut to the end of the conversation not only now does she's like, okay, I do need the results. Can I try one more month? And now she's asking to cancel her cancel and all everything's changed. And she's so grateful. <laughs> Can I stay on? And what a difference I've made in her life. Well, the funny thing is people, if you show up, yeah. <laughs> if you show up, it's like, if you don't go to the gym, you don't lose weight. 
but I do think it lends itself. That really was a sale. It was a sale because you're always Absolutely. selling. Absolutely. You're always selling. You're always yes. selling to keep the client, to get the whatever, right? And yeah. even, you know, six years ago, I would have been defensive about, no, no, I'm not taking your money. This is what's happening. And I would have had to justify where she dropped the ball. But I was just in pure peace and joy, man. Like, okay, no problem. <laughs> We're good. And now she's fighting to stay. So I think people you know, not to be woo, but I don't think people understand when you're smiling and there's, you're clenching your jaw, holding your breath, hoping to get the sale. It does really matter. It right? translates. So, it it yeah. absolutely translates. Your body language translates, your energy 100%. translates, the way you say words, the words that you select will shift something. You know, we, we know how much a, a simple comma in a sentence can change the meaning completely. It's the same way when we talk verbally. So um, I love that example. And I would also say that that's also a beautiful and authentic sales technique for had you even said it worked perfectly your approach for you, but you could have also said, look, I work with people that don't have enough time to show up. That's what I do. Yeah. And I recognize that there's a point when you're so busy and quite not quite ready for yes. that. So I'm, I'm here for you. And then and so I can realize it may not be the right fit. And that's legitimate for you because yeah. of course your business succeeds even more when people are saying she saved me all this time and I didn't have time to show up for her, but now I do. And yeah, it, it doesn't serve you to, to have a client where you can't get them results because it's not no. up to you to do everything. Right. No, so, um, there's such a truth under that for you in that clarity of who your client is that then that comes up in your conversations as naturally as you just described it because you're clear on that. And that's one of the, I told you I was going to give you a, a new approach and um, this kind of leads into it with clarity. So we can maybe dive into that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, go to clarity. Can, Don't wait yeah. for us. Take, yeah, so, take so I the love, wheel. I love alliterations. <laughs> I love alliterations. I'm going to give you three C's because I just think it's okay. something that is easy to then um, take some action on after this call is to say clarity is very big on both fronts, yours and the buyer's. So the first thing is, um, Chris, I give you an example of you're super clear on who you can really, really serve. And you're okay. so anchored in that. I can tell by the energy that you bring to this conversation that you can be on a call and not have desperation because you're like, mm -hmm. I'm okay. I, there's lots of people out there that need me. And I know that, and I'm ready to let you go because I'm clear on it. So that's your clarity. The other clarity I always say is when you're in a sales conversation, one of the first things that you want to do is you need to be clear on where your client is and what it is that they kind of need. But your client also needs to be clear on not just what they need, but what they really want. What do they really want? And we may think that it's like obvious. Someone will come to the call and say, I want um, 10 hours back a week. But actually what they really want underneath it is to not feel alone in their business. Mm. Maybe mm. I, and someone else may want something really different than that. So when we're in a sales conversation, the one way to start to make connection with people and really start to sell them on even the urgency piece that we talked about is in that conversation, helping yourself get clear as the salesperson, but also working in that conversation. So your, your uh, potential buyer is also really clear on what it actually is that they're longing for. So give me examples. So in my case, it would be like, okay, you might say you want uh, people sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people want their, they, so here's the thing. We do tell, oh my God, pick a sentence, Chris. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> There's endings to all these sentences. Um, 
So what I would say is we're told all the time that we get our clients back 25 hours a week within the first month of working with us. And people yeah. say, how are you going to do that, Chris? It's really not that hard because you drop the weekend and the evenings. You have no idea. Like we just yeah. get you back to 40 hours. It's really not hard to do with some things yeah. in play. Now, sometimes people want that time back because they have been recycling burnout and their family starting to get cranky. Hey, this business is six years in and we all were very kind to you the first two years when you were the, you know, like you just weren't showing up for things, but now it's six years in. Other times, so they want the family time. Other times they want that time back because they've got a hunger in their belly. They cannot you know, they just can't put out and they want the business to be something unbelievable. They have these huge ambitions. So they want that time back to put it, you know, into something bigger. Right. So you're right. That time back may be for different things. It may be to get in shape. It may be to start dating, maybe to spend time with their family, or it may be because they want a day a week where they can totally build on these, write that book that they always wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're, you're bringing that up. So I think one of the, what I see is one of the biggest um, mistakes that people make in sales is that at, especially after they've been in business. So for all of you business owners out there, you've been in business for five years or more, you see a lot of the same things. Absolutely. The biggest mistake people can make is a, going quite to an assumption. It's like, I've seen this before. I know you want this for this reason without really having a conversation around it and getting to the point because even if you can see it. So Chris, you can see it from people. The question is, does the prospective buyer have that clarity? And some people have to come to the clarity on their own. And sometimes you can support them in doing that. So you can say, I can hear from you that family is really important to you. And I'm kind of wondering is, do you want this time back so you can spend it with your kids? Or do you want, you know, like the conversation around really getting clear, even if you feel like I know exactly what they're clear on, mm -hmm. it's stopping and, and saying, but do they? So, you know what? That's a powerful point because I had that example with an, another potential client and we were meeting and I made the assumption of talking about because my clients have this certain profile when they show up and they're all stressed mm -hmm. out and stuff. And this one actually, and a lot of people have very serious injuries. Like one woman spilled hot tea all over herself because she was rushing and she got these surgery. Like people have very serious accidents because <laughs> they're running around as entrepreneurs trying to get one more thing in. Listen, and I can tell you how many times they damn near burned my house down because I was trying to get one more email in while something was in the oven. But mm -hmm. that's another story. But so in this case, I I put the the uh, the narrative on this person about being stressed out. And because she had one eye that was starting to have paralysis for, and the doctor said it was lack of sleep and high stress. And so one eye wasn't opening and closing anymore. So I said, yes, I deal with a lot of clients that come in your situation. And she's like saying, no, I'm not stressed out. You know, th this is going to go away. I just need a little bit of sleep. And I'm like, okay, so literally you can't see honest to God with that yeah. other eye. You cannot yeah. see yeah. how stressed out and what a hot mess you are in. And, but that's not my job to tell her. So now yes. I'm debating yeah. with her what stressed out looks like. Yeah. And that's who needs that. That's not a sales process. Well, so, so I put that, that on her. Absolutely. And that's very common as well for everyone out there. Yeah. Going, oh, I think I've done that too. It's very common. And that's why people feel like sales is about convincing someone right? or getting agreement. I always love, I have a couple of phrases I, I say are kind of tweetables. It's like, you're looking for alignment, not agreement. So even right. if you know that when you save her 10 hours in her business, she'll be able to see again, even if she doesn't even fully sleep again, that's okay that you see that. But what is it that right now, you know, people mm. always say meet people where they are, but that's a quick little phrase. No one really unpacks. 
it's like really meet people where they are. Like if she wants to work with you, because let's think of a, a, another completely different reason. I really want um, to be as cool as Chris because she just looks really cool online and she's really she's really neat. And I feel like my business could just flow the way hers does. Like, who cares? It doesn't really matter as long as really at the end underneath what they really need help with is what you do. You can let right. them say like, yeah, if you want a business like mine and you want to feel like me, let's go. Like, I, I obviously know how to do that, right? You don't need to agree that she really needs you because she's got an eye she can't see out of. Right. She may want it because Chris is not that cool. But anyhow, <laughs> she she may. I do get questions. Of how do you put that much? You know, how do you get so many videos out in a week? Well, I can show you that. That's really simple. I don't have all day. I, it takes me an hour and a half. Right. So you're right. The outcome. What I think I, I'm a, I'm diagnosing her problem and I didn't ask her. And I'm pretty good about asking questions, but yeah. it, you do get into a rhythm where you're like, oh, you like you fit the hundredth prototype. Like this is to a T. I know yeah. I, I this is textbook, but that's what I see. That's not what you see. And it's what I want to say to people about the commonality of it. This is the up leveling in your sales. For those of you that are doing sales and you just want the next level of that is to start to recognize that, look, you probably are right. You are probably right, but never go into the sales conversation with the assumption of that. And you, it, depending on your different approach, and I work with people on their own natural approaches, some people can naturally call that out and it sounds really great. Other people can do it more from, um, I'm kind of wondering, you know, mm. it's more of a like, I'm looking mm. for clarification and I'm also looking for the person to say it out loud because they will, it will be more grounded in their body and more present and conscious to them when they've said it. So if I can say, I'm kind of wondering, I hear like value, family's really valuable to you and I'm wondering what 10 hours back a week could do for you and your kids. Okay. So I have improved a thousand percent over the years because when I was first in business, it was like sort of uh, a warrior in wartime. If you said something, I would like, Look! <laughs> say, let me sell you right? because I was not because it was heavy handed, but because I was so passionate about what I do and mm -hmm. I knew I could help. So I have slowed that down considerably. And it is a great reminder. I do always believe if I'm doing a lot of talking, it's not a good position to be in. Right. Um, but even I think you're softening the language allows you more leeway when you lean into something then. And it reminds me, I had a friend many years ago and he was like a fitness instructor kind of person. And and I, he was going to help me with something. And I, he said, well, what's, what's your goal? Is it, you know, and I'm like, well, of course, to lose weight, always to lose weight. Well, well, who would, why else would somebody come to you? And he said, you can never assume it may be for health or lifestyle or whatever, but I can't look at you and say, yep, you need to lose weight. Right. Yeah. He's, yeah. So he's like, you can't do that. I was like, oh, that's a good point. Right. So I think that's it. It's very, um, it can, it can be arrogant to put what you to say, oh, look, clearly you've got this problem. Look at you. Right. Yeah. And let me take you to the next C, because I think I can expand on what you were just saying with the next C, which I love is about connection. Okay. So someone could be clear. So you walked into that uh, personal trainer and you said, look, uh, yeah, I need to lose weight or I want to lose weight. So that's clarity. You want some weight. You want to lose some weight. You're looking for that result. Okay. But what's the connection underneath? Like, who cares if you lose weight? Perhaps you are getting married and you need to fit in your wedding dress. Mm. And it's mm. really important for you to really look your best and feel your best and all of those things. And so the connection to I need to lose weight is really like, I am envisioning my wedding day and how amazing mm -hmm. I'm going to feel in my body. And right now, 
you know, carrying this extra weight, not only I don't think looks good, but I don't feel good about myself and I want to feel beautiful that day. So right. the connection and, and how could your personal trainer know that even if they can right. look at you and go, you need to lose 10 pounds. It's like, but he doesn't know that what you want is to feel beautiful. You don't want right. to just look at, you want to feel it. I, I, you know, so there's a deeper connection or, or I want to I gain 10, uh, 10 hours back so I can spend more time with my kids because it's really important for me that I have time to connect mm -hmm. with my children and hear about their day, not just, you know, uh, move well, my, on. It might even be that my mother died when I was young and blah, right, blah, blah. I can't right. there's a, my job. Yeah, absolutely. Like I never yeah. got to have deep conversations with my mom because she was always too busy. And so I want, yeah. I want to feel like my kid's best friend or something. Right. Yeah. So what's the connection? And okay. if in your conversation, right. If we sales to me is not a presentation, it's always a conversation. And so mm, that's a good one. Everyone write that down. That's a tweetable conversation yeah. over presentation. Okay. Yeah. So okay. here's where we start to build up urgency, real urgency and let go of ob objections. Because if I'm not worried about presenting anything to you, let's have a conversation. And now I've got, I've got clear on what you need and want. It sounds like, you know, that you're clear. Now the clarity's come up for you. Yeah. You're connected to what that would actually mean for your life. Like what's the real meaning under the meaning, right? Yeah. That's the deep part. That's the, in my belly or people will tear up almost. Sometimes I say the, why that makes you cry. There's like, yeah, there's a connection there. And then the third one is really important for them to actually uh, commit and invest is confidence. Okay. Confidence or slash competence, because okay. they can be clear on what, what they want and connected to why they want it. But if there's not a sense of being confident that it's actually doable is actually accomplishable either from mm. their side or yours. Right. So in the conversation, they may go, yeah, I I'm connected and I'm clear and I'm confident I can do this, but I don't think Chris's method is for me. Maybe you know, if nobody says that to you, of course, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, or their confidence could be, yeah, I totally believe that Chris does this for her clients and they get amazing results, but nothing ever works for me. I've spent right. thousands and thousands on coaches and their programs. I thought they'd work for me and they haven't. Right. And so no matter what you've said or done, if you're just presenting the brilliance of you and what your work is, there can still be this gap in, but maybe I'm not ready and I can't do it. And I don't have the right type of business. There can be a confidence issue. Yeah. Right. Right. And that will work for everyone, but me. Yes. Okay. So those are the three C's clear clarity, connection, okay. clarity, connection, and confidence. Okay. Yeah. Those are some good C's. I'm telling and you. Of course, okay. we start with a conversation as the overarching. That's a C, I guess, as well. Yeah. <laughs> curious yeah, conversations. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we start with curious conversations and we do those three C's. Um, we're building up the, the, the opportunity to have a conversation with someone about this helps with that alignment piece or compatibility is another way I say it. Like not only may, are they an ideal client for you, but do they feel like you're the person for them, right? There's that mm -hmm. compatibility. Um, and because, if you've really dug deep into the connection piece, that's where the true urgency comes from because then it's like, oh, that's something I really want. Not, not a false, a pain point of not having it as much. I, I don't like to trigger pain points. I like to um, activate aspirations. Mm. So it's like, okay, so, you know, you, you want to spend more time with your children. How old are your kids right now? Okay. So it like, isn't this like a beautiful time mm. while they're at home and still wanting to hang out with mom? 
you know, yeah. you know, can imagine uh, the, the, the memories that you're building now that are going to, mm. you know, instead of saying, well, your kids are going to grow up and they're going to be out of the house soon. So don't, you better do it now. You say, right. Like, what's it like to play with your kids now? And what if like you've made such a strong connection that even when they're teenagers, they still choose to hang out with you some of the time, you know, like it's, yeah. You see the aspiration versus yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, it's the gentler and kinder. I never liked the pain point either. I mean, I get it, but I don't want to be because you know with the other C, I don't I don't want to be convincing. Like I'm right. not here to convince you. Right. Uh, and you know what? It's just because people, I'll tell you this, it costs you time and money. And we all did that as rookies, like, yeah. oh yeah, I need to get this sale and I don't think they're a great foot fit, or I need to prove to them I can help them. And it's like, it's not gonna work. It's not going to work. Yeah. Right. The convincing energy is more about us, by the way. So when you're yeah. into convincing mode, it's like she needs to hurry up and, and, and do this. It's not really about her kids. It's about I've got a program that I want to start in a month and I yeah. need another person into it. That, that's the energy, that desperation energy we talked about. So when anyone, even when I do soul language with people and I pick their, you know, their soul sales archetype is a, in, innate to them. None of them really, except maybe the warrior energy is about convincing. Yeah. And even warriors, they're powerfully convincing, but when they're pushing it at someone, it doesn't work. So yeah. convincing is never a very good um, energy. That's why I, I bring people back to a, a alignment over agreement. Yeah. No one has to agree it, with you. It's just, no, is there a compatibility? It's not good for you. You don't have fun and they don't have fun. No, it's not fun. Yeah. Right. No fun. All right. Lisa, this has been spectacular. Where can people find more of your brilliance? Yep. So lisadad.com, um, it's D-A-D-D, or you can okay. connect with me on LinkedIn is another way. Um, that, the best two Yeah, ways. we'll LinkedIn make sure we got it website. in the show notes for sure. Okay, everyone else, we'll see you in the next episode. And thank you again, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Hey guys, hop on over to freegiftfromchris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T, from Chris, K-R-I-S, dot com. We are constantly putting goodies in there so that you guys can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.